Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, and we focus on Magic Arena. Well, everyone, I guess people are spending time in this thing called Thanksgiving, so I wasn't able to get a guest for this week. So it's just me, but I'm going to talk about a Magic Arena brawl deck that I put together. The full deck list will be in the show notes. So don't forget to follow that link to get the importable version of the deck. Let's check it out. Now every brawl deck, just like a commander deck, needs to be carefully crafted because it's a singleton format. We only have one of each. But by organizing our types of cards into sort of concepts, we can find multiple versions of cards that do the same sort of effect. Let's check out the commander of it all first. God Eternal Oketra. She is a 5 casting cost, 3-6, zombie god, with double strike. So if she hits, she's going to do 6 damage. Whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with vigilance. So much value here. Whenever you summon any other creature, and as long as Oketra is out on the battlefield, you get another creature, a 4-4 zombie, with vigilance? Amazing. What's even more amazing is that, yes, she's 5 casting cost... But if you play your cards right, you'll never have to pay the commander tax again because when Oketra dies or is put into exile from the battlefield, you may put it into its owner's library third from the top so you can have Oketra come back over and over. Okay, so let's talk about the big concepts of this deck. I've got a Life Matters theme. I have Life Gain Creatures, the Enablers, and life gain creatures the payoff. We'll start off with Beloved Princess. For a single white mana, you get a 1-1 with lifelink, and she cannot be blocked by creatures with power 3 or greater, so she's going to get in to give you some life. Next, we've got the Soul Mender. Also a single white mana for a 1-1, tap, you gain life. So it's going to be a reusable life gain without even needing to attack. Impassioned Orator, 2 mana, 2-2. Two, two. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you gain 1 life. So you can get some reusable life gain right there as long as something else gets summoned. Charming Prince is also a 2-2 two, two for 2, but then you get to pick, scry 2, gain 3 life, or exile another creature you own, and then return it to the battlefield under at the end of your end step. So you can blink out a creature if you need it, although we don't really have a lot of that going on in this deck. You can scry two when you don't need that life gain. For example, you don't have your life gain creatures that pay off. I'll get to those soon. Or you gain some life to help you with those payoff creatures. One more life gain enabler. We've got Linden, the Steadfast Queen. Three mana, three, three. She's got vigilance. Whenever a white creature you control attacks, you gain one life. So she attacks herself or any other white creature, and they're all white creatures. You're going to gain life. Well, the whole point of that is for my life gain payoff creatures. A Johnny's Pride Mate. Good old Johnny's Pride Mate. I like the M19 art for this card a little bit better than the other ones. This is a 2-2, and whenever you gain life, put a 1-1 counter on it. So this little 2-2 for 2 can get really, really big with your life gain enablers. Imagine Beloved Princess turn 1, Pride Mate turn 2, and that's already a 3-3 creature on turn 2. 
Next up is Angel of Vitality. This is a 2-2 for 3 mana with flying. If you would gain life, you gain that much life plus 1. So that she's going to give you a lot of extra life gain when you gain life. Angel of Vitality gets plus 2 plus 2 as long as you have 25 more life or more. If you can drop her on turn 3 and have not taken any damage, she's automatically a 4-4 for 3 mana plus flying. And as you gain more life, she'll be up there as a 4-4. And she helps you gain more life. Because then we move over to the Gideon's Company. 4 mana, 3-3. Three, three. Whenever you gain life, put 2 plus 1 plus 1 counters on Gideon's Company. So you can quickly make this little guy into a big guy with some life gain. And you can also put loyalty counters on any of your Gideon Planeswalkers. Spoiler alert, there is a Gideon in this deck. And then lastly, Twin Blade Paladin is the other life gain payoff creature. I love this card. 4 mana, 3, 3. Whenever you gain life, put a 1, 1 counter on the Twin Blade. Okay, as long as you have 25 or more life, Twin Blade has double strike. I love double strike. This can be a one-shot kill if you get the power and toughness up high enough. So life gain is one of the concepts of this deck, but we've also got big threats. Angel of Grace, 5 mana, 5-4, flash and flying. So imagine flashing in a 5-4 creature at the end of their turn and coming in unopposed. Also, with that flash casting... If your life would go less than one, it just becomes one. And if the angel is in your graveyard, pay six mana, exile it, and your life resets back to ten in case you were at one. Another one of the big threats is Cavalier of Dawn. Five mana for six with vigilance. And when it enters the battlefield, it can destroy any non-land permanent and turn it into a 3-3 golem. Do it to your opponent's worst things or do it to your own weak things to make them bigger. So this could be an example of the Charming Prince's Blink Effect, if you want to use that. And when it dies, return target artifact or enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. So you can save something and recast it. Loxodon Life Chanter, 6 mana for 6. When it enters the battlefield, you may have your life total become the total toughness of creatures you control. If you've got a lot of creatures and then you summon this, you can reset your life pretty well. But here's why I love this card. 6 mana... Activated ability, Life Chanter gets plus X plus X until end of turn where X is your life total. In theory, you're going to give this at least like a plus 10 plus 10. Probably even higher with all that life enabling. And then we've got the Sunblade Angel. Six mana, flying, first strike, vigilance, lifelink as a 3-3. Really cool. Sephara, Sky's Blade. Seven mana for a 7-7. Seven, seven. With flying and lifelink, you can get her out faster if you pay one white and tap four untapped creatures with flying. So you might do the alternative cost, but you're probably going to do the regular cost. And in addition to flying and lifelink, you'll have your other flyers indestructible. So those are the big threats of this deck. In order to get faster to those big threats, we have some mana rocks. We've got Arcane Signet. This is an auto-include in a Brawl deck. Two gives you a, an artifact that can tap for any color mana of your commander's identity. Over at three mana, we've got the Heraldic Banner. Pick white, it gives you white mana, and it gives your white creatures plus one plus zero. Mana Geode. Three mana gives you a mana rock, and it lets you scry one. 
And lastly, Spinning Wheel, the strictly better Manalith. Three mana, tap to add one color of mana. And five and tap, tap target creature. This has been such a useful card to really tap out their big annoying creatures on their turn when they're about to attack with it, or on my turn when I'm about to go in for the kill. We've also got some card draw. That's a type of a concept that you'll need to also add to your brawl deck to stay ahead of your opponent. We've got Angelic Gift. This is an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card, and it makes your creature a flyer. So it does a lot of things. The main thing is that card. Although you can return that back to your hand with the Cavalier to do it all again. Golden Egg draws you a card with two mana. You can sacrifice it to add a mana of any color, which doesn't matter. Or better yet, two and tap, sacrifice, you gain three life for the later game. Guild Globe, two, draws you a card, sacrifice it, adds more mana. And lastly, Clockwork Servant, three mana. If you pay adamant cost, which you will, this is a mono white deck. It'll draw you a card, plus give you a two, three creature. Let's talk about removal. First, we've got some pinpoint creature removal. Take Vengeance. Two mana, sorcery, destroy target, tap creature. So even their biggest creature will get killed with only two mana. Aerial Assault is similar, but it also gains you life for how many flyers you have. A little bit of extra life can really help out. Bring to Trial will work really well against large creatures. Power four or greater for three mana. Exile them. Prison Realm lets you take out your opponent's creatures and planeswalkers and lets you scry. And lastly, we've got Conclave Tribunal, which can actually be played much faster than turn four if you need it because of Convoke. Exile their creature, or planeswalker, or other non-land permanent. We've got some pinpoint removal with disenchant. Good old disenchant. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Get rid of their mana rocks. In the same vein, we've got exposed to daylight, but it also lets you scry one. And lastly, pinpoint removal here to destroy an artifact. Topple the statue. Actually, it lets you tap a permanent... And if it's an artifact, destroy it, and it draws you a card. It does so much. For the LOLs, pause on your opponent's untapped step and tap their land so that they don't have it to use in their main phase. One more removal. Here's a board wipe. Citywide bust. Three mana, sorcery, destroy all creatures with toughness four or greater. So for their bigger creatures, it's curtains. And lastly, we've got some Planeswalkers. We've got Gideon Blackblade, an amazing three mana Planeswalker for loyalty. As long as it's your turn, Gideon is a 4-4 soldier that's indestructible. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to Gideon during your turn. Plus one. Up to one other target creature you control gains your choice of vigilance, lifelink, or indestructible until end of turn. So enable more of that life gain strategy or gain yourself a Vigilant Creature or an Indestructible one. Minus six, Exile Target Non-Land Permanent. I've been able to uptick Gideon so many times and exile so many things, it's amazing. This is a great card. R.I.P. Gideon. Ajani, Strength of the Pride, creates those Pride Mates that will gain life with a minus two ability, plus one ability, gain life equal to the number of creatures you control, plus the number of Planeswalkers you control, so even more life gain. And then at zero, if you have at least 15 life, more than your starting total, 
exile a Johnny, and each artifact and creature your opponents control. So if you can get up to 40 life for zero loyalty, you'll do a board wipe as well. The Wanderer, 4 mana, 5 loyalty. Prevent all non-combat damage that would be dealt to you and your permanents you control. This has been an amazing static ability when my opponent wants to do a wants to do an Oath of Kaya on my creatures. Yes, they'll still gain the 3 life, but no, they won't damage my creature. And they will be totally clicking furiously. What happened? Minus ability, minus 2. Exile target creature with power 4 or greater. So exile is better than destroy. And lastly, we have Ugin the Ineffable. 6 mana, 4 loyalty. Colorless spells cost 2 less to cast. So get those artifacts out even faster. Exile the top card of your library face down and look at it. Create a 2-2 colorless spirit. And when the spirit dies, you get the card. So you've got some great... Blockers and card draw for a plus one. Minus three. Destroy target permanent. That's one or more colors. So if you need to do a six mana kill spell, okay, here you go. But you'll probably be able to do it multiple times as you plus one. As for lands, 12 planes. We've got a castle, Arden Vale. It enters tapped unless you've got already a planes. That should be no problem. You pay four and you create a one, one white human creature token. So some blockers. Idyllic range. It comes in tapped unless you've got three other planes already. And when it comes untapped, you get a plus one counter on one of your creatures. One blast zone. It enters with one charge counter. It gives you colorless mana. You pay double X to add more X counters on it. And you pay three and tap and destroy each non-land permanent with CMC equal to the number of charge counters. So that's a great safety valve for when your opponent's creatures are really building up some sort of a board with equal converted mana costs. Command Tower and Auto Include. Add one mana of any color. This is really not necessary in the deck, but I like it as a way to flex against my opponent. Cryptic Caves gives you colorless mana, and then later on you can tap it, sacrifice it, draws you a card when you've got five or more lands. Emergence Zone. Sometimes you need to flash cast things on your opponent's turn, and this lets you do that. Evolving Wilds. As a way to thin your deck, go get a land and keep you rolling. Therefore, Fabled Passage is included as well. Obviously, everything's mono-white, but this helps thin your deck, and it comes in untapped. Interplanar Beacon for our Planeswalkers. Gain us a little bit of life every time they're summoned, and gives us a little mana. Karn's Bastion is amazing, because it'll help uptick all of your Planeswalkers. And when you've got a couple of counters on your other creatures... Make them even better, like all those plus one counters you've got on your twin blade. Lotus Field, it's hexproof. It gives you three mana of any color. You just have to sacrifice two of your lands. And finally, Mobilize District as a way to create a living land. Once you've got four mana, you'll be able to become a 3-3 instantly. So there you go. That is my God Eternal Oketra deck for Standard Brawl. Check the description for the full importable deck list. Let me know how I could improve this deck. What should I add? What should I remove? What should I shuffle around? I'd love to hear how well you do with this deck. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and all that good stuff. Maybe check out patreon.com slash vmcampos and become part of the VMC crew. For one dollar, you get access to the exclusive stuff or simply follow for free to be alerted to everything that I do. We'll be back with a guest next time on the podcast. 
This has been VM Campos and I'll see you in the arena.